Welcome to Love, Sex, and Relationships with the Professor and... Professor T. Love. And tonight's topic is toxic relationships. We're going to talk about 35 general signs that you are in a toxic relationship and also why and some of the reasons why we stay in a toxic relationship. We can refer an ink article that says 35 times you're in a toxic relationship and it says here how to tell if you're in a toxic relationship and the first one that they talk about is all take and no give in any relationship in which you experience the draws of energy without deposit and leave you with a negative feeling now most of us when we hear that we're not going to really understand what you mean by taking withdrawals and, and leaving us empty because most of us don't at first don't think about it but that usually to me would show up later on after experiencing a certain amount of behavior or negative energy from an individual that you're with so like if someone is constantly putting you down or making uh, comments about what you're doing or uh, how you look, then over time that's going to eat away at you. That's going to bother you. And then that's when you'll start feeling it. What do you think about that? Well, you know, now you were talking about all take and no give, right? Mm-hmm. Um, this, a lot of relationships are like that. Um, too many, I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're not careful, you know what I'm saying? Um, if you're that type of person that you like to give, um, you will be very disappointed. Um, mm-hmm. I think. It's kind of hard to kind of find that out early in a relationship. Um, there might be some signs that they, you know, might be. A lot of times people like to put their best foot forward. But I think after a while, once you're dating, you can kind of, like, I would say a couple of weeks to a month. You'll see it. You know what I'm saying? That they're the type that they don't offer anything. <laughs> you know well that's what I was saying I, yeah. I agree I was saying that that's not I wouldn't have put that as number one because mm-hmm. that's not something that doesn't it won't show up right away you won't notice that right away mm-hmm. not saying you'll never notice it right but I don't think it would be um, just like when they go on to the part of feeling drained um, you know you're not feeling happy or positive or productive to me, that's another sign that would show up a little later after you experience a certain amount of behavior, mm-hmm. whether it's, you know, because like you said, all relationships can generally have that, but sometimes it'll be a progressive thing. Right. I, it, it never starts off right away. Right. Like, you know, unless they're just a total butthole right there, like. You know, then then you can eliminate that person immediately. If a, if a person has a certain behavior, you can eliminate them out of your life immediately. You can say, "Oh no, no, this guy is a total jerk, or this woman is a total jerk, and I want to get rid of her. I don't want to deal with them because they're nasty right away." But toxic 
is, is subtle. It takes time. So feeling drained and all take no give with chocolate. Now, the next one of a lack of trust is another. That to me, I would have put that more first. Because signs of, of someone not trusting you are easier to spot and recognize, even when they're subtle. You know, let's say, you know, you, I don't know, let's say you're in a band and you got to go practice. And they you tell the person, let's say generally, like in the beginning of your, your, your conversation, band, you're sewing, whatever you do, and you go, let's say, a set schedule every Tuesday and Thursday. And you mention that and you say, oh, this is what I do. I love to do it. And then, but they're constantly asking you where you're going on Tuesday and Thursday. Well, who's going to be there? It's the people in the band. Right. You know, that is a problem. Or if you're at work and they know you take your lunch at 12, they start calling you around 12. Well, what are you doing? Well, I'm taking my lunch. Well, okay. Well, who you with? A co-worker. Well, what co-worker? Those things will start showing up. Right. That that lack of tra- trust will, will start building. And, and, and it'll be little things. It'll be, oh, were you going to the supermarket? Are you on the way home? I mean, I, I remember even and had that experience. Okay, I'm, I'm driving home from work person calls me they said oh you, you so you 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 had it on yeah so your job was in brooklyn today yeah i had a client in brooklyn yeah uh-huh oh so you home now right who, who said i was gonna be home now oh well you live in brooklyn and brooklyn is pretty big last time i checked and right. who said i was close to my home i never said that I was down the block from my house to see my client I just said I was in Brooklyn. I didn't give you a location. I didn't give you anything. But it's, it's constant things like that. Have you ever experienced that, Professor? Have you, like, had something similar or close to? Or... Well, yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. When I went on a trip. <laughs> oh, yeah. Tell us about it. We'd love to know. Inquiry yeah. mind. I decided I wanted to take a good friend of mine on a trip because they deserved it and you know they hadn't been anywhere so I you know, wanted to be nice and take them and then uh, you know another person <laughs> who okay, I thought <laughs> who I thought <laughs> trusted me basically got upset that I took my friend who needed a break <laughs> on a trip you know mm-hmm. and just the mere point of being selfless bothered them you know and mind mm-hmm. mind you you know there was a little little entanglement <laughs> going on <laughs> Probably a big cable, a big, 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 yeah. uh, chain, chain, you know, yeah. the time you use to anchor ships. But okay, right. I got you. You know what I'm saying? But yet and still had the nerve <laughs> to get mad. <laughs> you know, um, I like to call that a, um, a poly <laughs> relationship. Not really, right. with no links. <laughs> but, 
but no, they were late. It was, it was links. It was a link. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But I mean, I, I mean, I got, I got what you're saying. But, you know what I'm saying? But, but yeah, but basically, you you know where I'm going. You're right. Like, but I'm just saying that <laughs> they didn't trust. All of a sudden, everything else up to that point went out the window, which I thought. Well, was, you know what? It was you thought it was all of a sudden, but it really wasn't all of a sudden. No, it wasn't. And just like you said. <laughs> You know, it's a it's a gradual thing, but it was it was it was happening all along. See, in different ways. In different ways. Now, you're right about that. It might have seemed all of a sudden to me, but really, this is what what what's been going on. They just wasn't being truthful about that. You know what I'm saying? Or expressing. Or Or expressing it. You know, all of it. Right. Right. So it was like that really passive aggressive energy, you know, um, going on there. And it was a disappointment to me, but it was a sign and it let me know we're not going to have that, you know. And mm-hmm. and the same thing happened with someone else, you know. I was accused. <laughs> I don't know what it is about Miami Beach. <laughs> it's hot. Yeah, yeah, but and and the funny thing, I took them on a trip. See, you can't win. Took this one on a trip. And came back. (laughs) Next thing you know, they rolling up on me because they claim they heard someone else at my house. But you know what they heard? They heard voices in their head. That's what was going on. Because I the TV. <laughs> you understand? Um, mm-hmm. I felt like to me that's your own guilt. Anytime mm-hmm. that you, you know, I'm taking you on this trip, spending my hard-earned money to have a good time, mm-hmm. and then you turn around and accuse, like all of a sudden, oh, you don't trust me. I'm taking you home to your family. Then you turn around and said you heard a voice. I said, mm-hmm. oh, man. But anyway, those are examples of a lack of trust. And they don't right. just happen right away. They build up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, they do build up. And what they they eventually create is a hostile atmosphere, which is number four on the list. Mm-hmm. Um, you know they create that you know yeah. because there'll be constant anger and sign you know it'll be a consistent set of anger or tension or hostility that will show up um and you may not feel unsafe because the article mentions that you'll feel unsafe a lot of times you don't feel unsafe right away See, because we don't think of feeling unsafe right away because when we think of unsafe, we think of someone like endangering our life, right. they're going to hit us, they're going to hurt us. But it does become an unsafe environment. Yeah. And an attention filled environment. Now, um this can be seen as for some people, depending could be the signs of entering in the circle of violence 
because this could be opening the door of it. The circle of violence is associated with uh, the pattern of domestic violence. To me, this could be the beginning of that. Right. Because depending on the person, the individual that you're, you're entangled with or have this relationship with can determine. Now, some people could just be a little nervous and, you know, in the beginning, but this is the beginning because we have lack of trust, the creation of a hostile environment. Now, lack of trust in hostile environment, it can also reflect back on that individual. Meaning all these, these things that are beginning to be generated is because of their envy or jealousy of you. Now, pe people could look at themselves and say, oh, well, why would my man, you know, if you're in a heterosexual relationship, why would my man be jealous of me? Why would my woman be jealous of me? Same thing if you're in a lesbian, homosexual relationship, whatever kind of relationship. The same thing can happen. That person could be jealous of you because maybe you, uh, you are more ambitious. Maybe you have, you know, um, you're more sociable. Whatever it is, these are the things that can create that. That's because right. there's a part of, there's a part of them that wants to be that way. That's true. Okay, and you may not see it right away. You may not understand it, but this is the beginning. This is this is not your foot isn't all the way in the circle of violence, but it's, it's, it's tapping at the door. It's, it's chipping away, and you're gonna enter in it. So eventually, you'll start seeing that you know there'll be an imbalance which is number five on the list mm -hmm. an imbalance the relationship will start becoming one-sided now this could start in any to me the imbalance can start at any point of a relationship it could be in the beginning it could be in the end you know because then you can get into heated debates or you know of equality because everybody says oh i want to be equal no matter me, no matter what the the gender makeup in the relationship, whether it's male and male, female and female, male and female, or, or even if you want to add additional people, the point is when you have a feminine energy and a masculine energy, you will have some form of equality. There will be days when the masculine energy is greater. And there'll be days when it's lesser and vice versa. There'll be occasions when they're close to being equal. And and if you were to go on the physical part, it's the same thing. There's always going to be a, a slight imbalance in a relationship. But that's why it's a yin and a yang. Because it's a masculine and feminine energy. So there's, But sometimes when it's a total imbalance where you're doing everything to accommodate, to assure... To me, this imbalance has more to do with the work that you have to do to make this person feel comfortable with you. And your success. Oh, I'm going to the band. Oh, I'm going on a trip. Okay. If you met all the people they went on the trip with, what's the problem? Right. Right? I agree. Okay. What, what's the problem? It's different if you didn't know the person. You don't right. know what the hell it looked like. You never saw them. And you met the mystery person on phone. Right. But you right. met them. You know them. You talk to them. And, you know, you, you can see that they're just friends. 
but maybe that's your fantasy but you the individual has to keep coming back oh no 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 it's not like that that's just my friend that's just my band partner that's just my co-worker that's just if you got to keep doing that then that's where the problem is yeah why do you have to keep doing that right so that that's that's part of the imbalance what do you think about that so far well yeah if you have to keep explaining like i feel like to Mm -hmm. me anytime you got a partner that makes it their business that you meet their friends Mm -hmm. family or Mm -hmm. other acquaintances or band Mm -hmm. like you said (laughs) for me band members or or whatever that's to me that they're being upfront they're letting you know these are the people that are in my circle why would you not want to know the people that's in your partner's circle or friend's circle mm-hmm. they're sharing so, a lot of times mm-hmm. people right away they don't you know you're if i'm sharing that part of me that means i want you to know these people who are important to me you know what i mean mm-hmm. but sometimes um people get threatened by the fact that you have friends mm-hmm. and a lot of times I find the ones that do all that attacking are the ones that either they have one friend or no friends. Right, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> they have no friends by choice. Right. By, not by choice. Not by right. choice. Okay. Well, you're right. I agree. So we're going to go on to the next one, which is uh, we're going to do a couple of them at a time because I want to make sure we cover all of them. Constant judgment, um, where someone is giving you criticism that is not intended to be helpful, but rather belittling. So that's more like someone, you know, um, let's say you, you ask them to help you with a project or you ask them to proofread something, and they say, now, all you're asking them to just proofread it. So, just going over the basic grammar. Because sometimes, you know, you're writing something, you may miss something. And they'll tell you, oh, well, I thought you had a college degree. Oh, you, you're supposed to be smart. So, how, how are you not going to get this right? That's, that's, you didn't ask for all of that. You just wanted to know. Right. You know, did you really? put periods where you posted <laughs> commas? You know, right. did, you, did you type instead of putting your you know you, you put you or something like that um and that would also uh that would go with a persistent unreliability yeah and you know they're not building trust and that's the core of any relationship but that goes back to the ones in the beginning but one I would really move I would move number seven out of the way and go with a non-stop narcissist because to me that's that kind of behavior the constant judgment will come from someone who's a a narcissist yeah you know because they're very subtle they're not going to do it right away and also that would also add to number nine loaded with negative energy okay because to me all of those sort of tie in the constant judgment 
nonstop narcissist loaded with negative energy. Meaning no matter what what you, you know, you could be excited. Oh, yeah, I'm painting my room. I'm painting my room pink. Or, you know, I'm going to do some decorate. Oh, well, why are you using that color? Who wants to use that color? That's, oh, you got so many colors in your house. You're, every room's a different color. What is it, a Crayola box? What is that? Like, what is that? Have you experienced something like that with someone... You know, instead of saying something positive, they just you come up with some crap. <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> I, I've I not a lot, but there's other other types of behavior. A lot of times, sometimes people they may not really be interested in you, <laughs> but they only interested in how you look when you're with them. Right, so mm-hmm. it's not really to enhance you. You might benefit, but really, mm-hmm. the place of where it's coming from is more for them. Mm-hmm. You know, um, because they have an image to uphold. Not that is any image that I think <laughs> is important, mm-hmm. but somehow they want to give people the air that they got it together but really they don't but it's really them that don't have it together you might how how, how does that project on you though like when when it projects on you a lot of times they may tell you oh i want you to wear this because you know um you know we're going to be around these kind of people this is how you should look and like i said i'm not saying that you know um you shouldn't get helpful hints on how to look you know you can always Mm -hmm. everybody can always improve but a lot of times Mm -hmm. their narcissism is reflected in how they want you to look when you're with them not because you know um you both going to walk in there and look good together it's more for them makes them feel like so it's not so what you're saying is it's not sorry um so what you're saying is it's not necessarily about in, uh, in helping you improve as an individual, right. mm-hmm. but it's more just to make them look good. That's right. So, like, if it's a special event that you guys are going to, yeah, they dress you up in that, and let's say you wear it, but mm-hmm. maybe in your everyday wardrobe, they don't really assist you in, you know, developing your right. style or improving right. or your refinement. Right. But only when they go out, right. oh, okay, right. that they, they focus on that. Okay. I mean, I could see that that's, that's true because usually, you know, you would want, you know, if you were truly um, into creating a positive relationship, you would want your partner to represent or be improved. Yes, whenever you're not around that's right you know right so basically it's about to me um whenever you're with a person whether you're male or female especially if if you're a male with a female you a man should never leave a woman in a negative i agree okay and a female should never she she should never put the man in a negative that he can't handle unless it's something that he wants to do. That's right. Okay, whether you want to say that. But the point is, no one should leave anyone in a negative. 
That's right. Now, they already in the negative. Like, let's for example, let's say they're in a negative 10. When you leave them, they shouldn't be in a negative 52. I agree. Because they're trying to help out you. Right. Now, if they're in a negative 10, you know, y- y'all break up. Maybe that person should be in a negative 8. Mm-hmm. You know, okay? Right. And vice versa. Like, if you're in a negative, if you're in a negative 2, then you shouldn't, you know, when y'all break up, you shouldn't be in a negative 22. That's right. That, so, so it should be, you, you should leave each other in a positive space. I always, yes. So, always you know you break up for whatever reason but it should you mm-hmm. should never be in such a deficit you know what i'm saying yeah right and yeah so you should never I, I, that's why i don't i personally try to leave a relationship on decent terms right it's never going to be perfect nope Meaning, yes, I may curse you out and I may hate you or whatever at that time, but I'm going to get over that and I'm not right. going to hold that because, you know, and no one should hold it. Even if someone has hurt you really bad, you should really work to get over that. You know why? Because when you're going to the next relationship, right. you, you want to carry that over. That, right. Well, not just not carry it over, but guess what? You can't receive new love if you got clenched fists. Right. If right. your hands are in fists, then that means you're going to be punching somebody. So right. you're going to punch it, your new love. Right. That's what I mean. You're going to knock it out. Right. right. That's exactly. what I mean. Don't carry it over. Right. 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 Don't carry it over, but make sure you, you have the hand. What I'm saying is you have to have the hands to grab it. Your hands right. have to be open be to open. receive it. Right. Right, that's what I'm saying. You're yeah. saying you're right. Don't carry it, but I'm saying you got to have open hands. Right, to receive it. that's right. Okay, I so agree. those two work it yin and yang. They got to work together. But that, it's you interesting gotta... you say that mm-hmm. because a lot of times people go into re- into other relationships with those fi- uh, fists still clenched. Well, it's, but it's like anything. You can't receive blessing if you believe in God. You can't receive. You gotta let go, God right? If you if your if you got clenched fists, try to pick up something when your your hands are balled up in the fist. It's almost it's <laughs> right, very hard can. to do. It's not impossible, right? But you won't get as much as if your hands was open, right? So it's important to let certain things go, and it's also you got to let the hate or anger go so you can get what you want. Mm-hmm. That's if you say you want a new relationship. Right. Okay. And that's why it's important for you to recognize if someone's sucking out your energy and leaving you with negative. You shouldn't mm-hmm. have that. But let's go on to the next one. With the lack of communication, we're going to do lack of communication, continuous disrespect, Wow. And this one is interesting. That's a mutual avoidance. If you spend your time avoiding each other, that's it. Yeah. Okay. Mutual in, um, avoidance. And then insufficient support if you cannot turn to each other. Now, those sort of speak for themselves. <clears throat> because if you can't communicate with your partner on what's going on or how you're feeling, that's a problem. Because yeah. some people can't talk to their partner at all. And a big problem that a lot of people can't talk to their partner with is sex. What they like, what they don't like. Right. And that is, that's the that's problem. And a lot of times, if you can't articulate what's going on with you, then a lot of times you can open the door to continual disrespect. 
because that person has to hear it and they have to know that, that you don't like that. So if you're with someone who likes to flirt or whatever and you're not into that, you know, not saying they can't be sociable and have friends, but, you know, if they're hugging on them and kissing on them, that's different. You know, you can, you can still have friends in a relationship. For me, you can have friends in a relationship. But all the touchy-touchy, kissy-kissy, feely-feely, you know, midnight sexes, that's, that's more to it. You right. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, but you have to open your mouth and tell someone that that's not what you like. Mm-hmm. And then the mutual avoidance. Now, if they can't stand to be with you and you can't see, or you get, you're like rolling your eyes every time they call, especially when you go out with your, you know, you take your daughter and a godmother out and they just keep blowing up your cell phone for no apparent reason. So, you know, you just want to avoid that. And after a while, you try to block it, but it's amazing how sometimes technology doesn't work as well as you think, and they break through the block. So sometimes you got to look at your iPhone and be like, why, why did that happen? That's another story. Um, insufficient support. <laughs> I want to <laughs> Insufficient support is, you know, when someone doesn't, you can't even turn to them to talk. Yeah. You know, and, some, and sometimes some people don't know how to give support, you know. Uh, I know some people who are continual pessimists, you know. And I remember saying to someone, yeah, you don't have to deal with something. And, um, I, I feel like David and Goliath. Oh, well, I'll bet on Goliath. And I'm like, Yes, you would, but you are a doomsday person, so what do I expect? So sometimes you have to look at the individual, you know, in, in their, their line of thinking. Mm-hmm. If, they're, if they're naturally pessimistic about their own life, you can't expect them to, you know, be like Julianne. Well, about, let's run through the tulips. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're right. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people don't know how to support you but mm-hmm. but then too there is um, people that are emotionally unavailable mm-hmm. and they choose to be mm-hmm. they want you to be have all this emotional intelligence about mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. but when it comes to when you need that support sometimes or you know, you you trying to talk about something, mm-hmm. they just <laughs> they just unavailable, or they'll say, "Well, yeah. I don't know, I don't know how to be." Uh, I remember <laughs> giving an example. Well, maybe I don't know how to be a, a good friend. Mm-hmm. Maybe I don't know how to be a friend. That's possible, mm-hmm. but then learn. Stop well, making the excuse. Mm-hmm. But then, if there's a part of you that wants to, then learn it. Well, you know that's that's a good point because uh, it's very important that people understand that everybody has a different love language. Yeah, each person has a different love language, and the important thing um, is learning and trying. If you if you two decide you really want to be in a in a relationship or you decide this is a person for you and, and you know y'all two are on the same page mm. it's important that you guys 
try to learn each other's love language yeah. because some people's love language is servitude you know and in servitude um meaning cook clean make sure you have vitamins right. or nurturing it definitely right. seen as nurturing too some people's love language is you know talking oh let's talk some people are very good at communicating you know that's what you know each person has a different love language that represents who and what they are and a lot of times that's based on how they grew up yeah that's true you know um they're based on um uh you know in their home maybe they had someone who was very nurturing oh do you need a blanket you need some cookies and then cook for you stuff like that i can be i can be like that a lot of times you come out, oh you hungry i'm always are you hungry you want some food you want something to eat you okay it's very important that everybody's comfortable when they get in the house when they're around me i like you to be comfortable let's right. just relax don't don't get upset that you know let's talk you want to talk setting a certain atmosphere of home some people didn't grow up that way some people grew up in the house full of fire what what did you say you know this constant is carrying you know, fuck you and you can't say that you know but then but no one else could talk to them like that okay right. <laughs> okay they'll curse you out right but nobody else in the street can curse you out that's uh, some people's love language so understanding and learning that about your per the person you know is important and also that person adapting to that love language now I wouldn't say adapt to the curse and out love language but maybe learn how to tone it down or show it in a different kind of way another set of issues but it, it, you're right it is important for people to to try to learn if you want to be in a relationship right you know but that's where the work comes you right. know understanding hey this is how this person is this is what they do so forth and so on right learning how to so, read them you know right but also you knowing that maybe you need to learn it learn some things or you know mm -hmm. if you don't know i think to me the important part is communicating that you don't know how um and mm -hmm. if you're honest that way you can get far you know what i mean well you can get far and i think i think what has happened between um this introduction of the new sexual revolution and sexual freedom is some some of the basics have been lost like you know there is an old song where the woman talks about in in order to earn your man you have to learn your man and that's the thing a lot of people get in a relationship and it doesn't matter whether it's man or woman right. in order to earn them you need to learn them right men need to earn if they're into women they need whoever the partner is you need to learn them to earn right. them to keep them right. people don't take the time to to learn anybody yeah okay? or then, it's a one one-sided mm -hmm. learning you know what i mean like or you, no learning or it's <laughs> right because you could you know if you're interested in a person you want to learn mm -hmm. certain things about them and you go through the trouble of doing that mm -hmm. but if they're not trying to learn you because <laughs> learning mm -hmm. is remember the word learn 
right? Learn is ongoing. It doesn't just stop. You know what I mean? You it's constant. So if you're interested, it's constant. Meaning that you're constantly learning about this person. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. So that that is a very important. The next um, one, next that is speechless control issues. If one person is in control or a constant tug of war going on, you're probably spending too much negative energy navigating the relationship. Another one is never-ending drama. That's number Ooh. 15. Yeah. We'll, get, we'll go back to the... I'm just gonna do Messy. <laughs> um, persistent self-betrayal. Persistent self-betrayal, really, as they define it, is if you find yourself changing your opinions to please someone else. We spoke about that a little earlier. You're in a damaging relationship. And another one we're going to add is constant challenges. All relationships go through challenges, but good relationships work through them. Okay. Well, yeah, these all tie into each other. The constant, you know, constant tug of war that you're going on in a relationship that leads to a never-ending drama, which has you wind up, to me, questioning yourself. You know, persistent self, because you're going to question yourself. And then you're going to have constant challenges, constant challenges in a relationship. So if you are in a constant tug of war, there's never ending drama, and there's you're constantly um, contradicting yourself or trying to change your attitude, then that's where you're going to have constant challenges because it's going to be a challenge to keep the relationship going because now you're no longer you and they are no longer them. Right. You guys are changing. Okay. Or you're changing right. into something in someone you don't want to be in mm-hmm. and they're not changing. See, that's where the toxicity comes in where you're doing all the bending and they're, they're rigid in their space. Right. Okay, or they're bringing drama in, or or starting unnecessary fights, right? Over little things, like the toilet paper is on backwards. I didn't know that it. Could and go why on you? And why you call so late? <laughs> well, why is somebody else calling you so late? Right. It wouldn't happen to be that you do a podcast and podcasts need to be recorded and that can right. happen any time of the day. But well, that's another story. Well, that's another story. I mean, if you really was <laughs> interested in me and you knew that I was doing that, right? Mm-hmm. Why are you mm-hmm. getting mad? Because that's about, I feel that's, <laughs> that's about control. You know what I mean? Yep. Mm-hmm. That's definitely then- about control. Right. And relationships on an average go through challenges because yes. it's two it's two people learning about each other. That's right. And trying to understand each other and still be peaceful with each other in the world in which we live in. With all the problems and all the tension and all the stress and the pandemics and the vaccines and the sickness and the eating right and maintaining your health. <laughs> Police brutality, everything, all these things yep. going on, people getting killed, everything. Yeah. But, but 
relationships are under attack because of all the things that they have to deal with. Yeah. And then financial, we can go on with lists and lists and lists. So if you have two people, you have each one of them, each one of you having your own set of challenges that you're you're dealing with as individuals and then collectively together there's another set so God knows how many you have. How many? There's tons of them that you're dealing with. So and then to have to deal with all these other things, especially unnecessary drama. You know. So we're gonna go into feelings of unworthiness vibes of entrapment I'm going to read that one is the other person a positive force in your life or are you there because you don't see any way of wow. getting out but this <laughs> you be, there's a lot more yeah. of that than you think <laughs> trust me okay yeah let me just do more, uh, one or two more yeah. always undermining if a relationship can't be reassuring yeah and then another one, an empty pretense. Smiles don't always mean everything's okay. All right, well, let's go back to these. Um, let's say feelings of unworthiness, meaning that you are in this insidious thing, negative relationship, you do they leave you with the feeling that you don't deserve any better. That's deep and powerful because, you know, to me, if or once you have a lot of the the ones that I mentioned earlier, such as you're constantly questioning yourself, there's lack of trust, you're constantly trying to prove to them that you're not doing something or you're not with someone else, that's going to leave you with feelings of unworthiness because now you're questioning and questioning your character and your integrity yeah. that you survived on prior to them being in your life, which is yeah. going to leave you to feelings of entrapment right because they can say subtle things like no one will love you the way I do mm-hmm. oh you're not going anywhere mm-hmm. I'm not going to let you go anywhere so you're going to feel trapped yeah and then you're always going to feel undermined yeah so, entrapment, entrapment can, can feel a lot of ways that can apply to a job that can apply to anything well, yeah. If you feel like this is a dead end and there's no sense on looking for mm-hmm. anything else um, with a job, that could be a relationship. You're staying with mm-hmm. the person because you're knocking yourself out either because of your age or um, what can entrap you is con- is um, you're content, meaning that, mm-hmm. but not content in a good way. Meaning that you settle, okay, mm-hmm. and there's no reason to aspire <laughs> to anything else. Mm-hmm. So, not content, wrong word. You're comfortable. You've gotten comfortable, and you figure, well, I worked this hard to, to get here. Ain't no sense in rocking mm-hmm. the boat, <laughs> right? Even though you are suffering. But you rather stay there because you put this amount of years in and, you know, you don't, you know, you really don't want to go no place because you're because out of fear. A lot of times we're entrapped out of fear. 
because we fear mm-hmm. if we go on our own or seek something else we may not make it so right. so that goes in alignment with undermining you're undermining yourself okay you you're not only in the relationship but you're undermining yourself because you know it's a dead end but you still want to stay because you don't feel like looking for nothing else even though maybe if you do look for something else or there's something that makes you happier you still will settle right. for that yeah all right mm-hmm. so we're gonna go we're gonna do a couple more um okay. empty premise mm-hmm. which is what i said smiling and everything's not okay Okay, we're having a little technical difficulties. We're going to get right back on this subject. This is really a good, good topic that we're talking about. So, we're going to get right on it. The professor is going to continue. All right, we back on, professor. Continue. Yeah, okay. I'm going to repeat one. Brimming with with envy. Um, Meaning that your relationship be should be uh, a source of strength, not of destructive envy, because you'll never be equal. A shortage of autonomy. Anyone in a relationship should have the right rights to say no. Permeates victimhood. You cannot move on to the future if you're tied to someone who's still stuck in the past. Wow. Dem- yeah, diminishes your self worth. When you're in a relationship with someone who doesn't acknowledge your value, it can be hard for you to see yourself. Laced with dishonesty is number 27. Every lie between partners undercuts a little bit of the relationship. And we're going to go with 28. Makes you unhappy. If someone is constantly making you unhappy, you owe it to yourself to let go of the person. Um, all it needs to be tie into each other when when you've experienced the previous one where there's lack of trust there's um there's always undermining this is constantly belittling you're going to to be smiling sometimes just to show face and it's gonna you're gonna be uncertain about the relationship and like i said a lot of the their behavior like that or someone's behavior in a relationship is because there's envy. Remember I spoke about jealousy. Yes. There's going to be some envy. They're going to wish they were you. And, you know, I remember Oprah said this great quote, you cannot be with someone who wants your life. Ooh. That to me was a very powerful statement because sometimes we don't realize that people want to be us. They want our life. Yeah. And we got to look at it they don't necessarily have to say, I want your life. But when they start wanting things like, oh, yeah, you got a really nice car. And then they start chastising you on how you drive your own car. And then they always talk about your car. They got to get a better car, too, because of your car. And then even when they get a car, they're still not happy with their new car because they want your car. And then once they get this car, then they want they want a house because you got a house. They wasn't talking right. about a house before. Everything now, everything. So that's the envy. They want to be you. They want to be your life. That that 
brings a shortage of autonomy because you know you're you just doing your thing you're not thinking about certain things so you're like you don't know how to say no like why do you want or even if you say why do you want my car oh they'll come up with some stupid excuse mm-hmm. okay so after a while they'll victimize you for having your stuff they'll right. victimize you for having the house they'll victimize you for making strides in your career they'll victimize you they'll make you feel bad because they don't have it mm-hmm. or they'll put you down and then you'll feel bad right which in turn diminishes your self worth mm-hmm. okay and then it then the dishonesty comes mm-hmm. right because then that once again the dishonesty leads to the, the lack of trust but dishonest me that's because they're start being entertained by other people who are less than them now mind you they're trying to steal your life so they're going to go out right. and get someone who's a less who's a little less than that who's less than you that's mm-hmm. going to make them feel better and like they've grown mm-hmm. and then and, and you'll feel all this unhappiness and you'll feel the uncomfortability that's associated with it right because it all it all comes it all ties together yeah you know this is a, a certain type of behavior do you agree with that um, yep it is um okay. it's like the law of diminishing <laughs> returns you know what i mean right it's like each each area you're getting to value. You know what I mean? Exactly. And mm-hmm. again, that leads to a lack of trust, the jealousy, mm-hmm. you know, and when you mm-hmm. know, you start lying. You know, it's it's mm-hmm. like every lie it just undercuts you. And mm-hmm. anytime you know, you're not being a lot acknowledged for your value. It's not worth it. It really isn't. Mm-hmm. It's not worth well, it. Or they don't appreciate. Remember, they cut your value, and they don't appreciate your value. So they have to devalue you, right, to make themselves feel better. Yeah, and that's narcissistic behavior. Yep. Right. And it's toxic behavior. So we're yep. going to go on to that other one. Senses stagnate, stagnated. Mm-hmm. Growth and learning are vital, and you can't afford to be caught off from them. Cut corners. Nothing is ever worth cutting corners or accepting anything that is second rate. Filled with criticism, nonstop barrage of criticism. Never helped anyone improve. It's not about making things better, but boosting the critic's ego. Brings out the worst. If you are constantly being your worst, you cannot be your best self. And last, cannot do anything right. If you cannot do anything right, maybe the relationship is wrong. So all of this, all of the last one that I spoke about or that just mentioned are a combination that funnel all into those that I just spoke of. Meaning the previous ones funnel into these. Because once you start having a lack of trust, you're being unhappy, you're smiling for no reason, you're bending over backwards to appease the person. All of this ties into one. Because you, they are bringing out the worst in you. you. You are no longer who you used to be. That's right. You're filled with self-doubt. You, you don't know who you are. Yeah. And even though it's not as blatant, but this is more of a, of a passive part of 
to me, the beginning of the circle of violence that can happen. Because when someone breaks you down in these different ways, now, no one is saying that all 35 of these have to occur for you to know it's toxic. But I would say if you got a good 10 going on or more, then there's a problem. Because eventually, this will lead to physical abuse. Because once it, the, mass, the, the mental abuse is mastered and you are still, you are still doing you or you still striving or you still trying to get past what they've put in front of you, this barrage of negativity and destruction of yourself, but you're still trying to go past that barrier that they've created. The next thing to break you down is violence. Mm. physical aggression or right. intimidation or threats of it. It'll usually be threats of it. And then it'll be followed by gradual or increasing physical aggression and then full-fledged aggression. Yep. Okay? Because people don't realize, men and women don't realize that when someone is tearing you down constantly, like that they're doing that for a reason because it's about, as you mentioned, Professor Tulak, you it's about control. They have yeah. to control you. They have to get you under control because they don't want you to shine brighter than them. They don't want you to go anywhere. Now, do all toxic relationships have to be that? They may not always want to uh, change you, but what they want to do is maintain you. You can't be greater than them. They because they can't <clears throat> they can't handle you being greater than them, and that's where the problems come in. And then you are you are destroyed in another way. Yeah, and that and that is what happens with a lot of people, or sometimes with a lot of women, when we carry over bitterness and anger, anger, and we all yeah, all men ain't crap. All women ain't, whoever it is saying this, all men ain't this, this person ain't that. That's because you're holding on to the bitterness. Mm -hmm. You allowed, you did not pay attention to whatever signs and you gave so much of yourself and in giving so much of yourself, guess what happened? Now you're in this toxic pool and that's all you see. And then the problem is because you don't realize you're in a pool of toxicity, then the next person you get is toxic too. And you yep. give to them, and you keep giving, and then everyone is the same. But the point is, you have to get out of the pool. You have to get out of these things. You have to remove these negative thoughts. For every negative thought, you have to at least have three or four that counter right. counteract them. And that that is the problem. Most of the time, whenever you hear a woman say that, oh, I don't see any hope, I don't see this, that's because you're still stuck in this. Okay, anybody in any relationship, you can't submit to anybody else if you still, if you are still feeling uncomfortable, devalued, you're unhappy, you're looking for someone to mess up because you haven't set what? Boundaries, right? guidelines, limitations. Someone start shooting your dreams down, they should go just as fast as they shoot your dreams down, they should be shot out the door. I agree. Okay. Yes. Pre don't wait. Protect. Yeah. Don't wait. Go ahead. Right. Go ahead. What were you gonna say? It's like what my aunt, my uh, 
Angelou says, she said, people show you who they are and you better pay attention. They'll, they, they, they tell you who the you are, who time. they are. Right. And you better pay attention because they're saying it. Right. It's very important that you pay attention to that and recognize that. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. If, if you want to attract a better relationship, I don't care who it is, male, female, transgender, I don't care who it is. You want to attract a better class or a better person in your life. You have to do the work to clear this toxicity. You have to heal from that and accept your responsibility for allowing or letting down your boundaries just so you won't be alone. Mm-hmm. Because right. toxicity can be removed. We, 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 we make a choice to be positive. That is a work in progress, especially as we get older. See, when we're little, we're always positive. We're just happy when you get some food and a toy. We don't care about nothing else. It's as we get older, we start learning, and then we have to control that. So that's going to pretty much be my final spiel on that. (laughs) Yeah. uh, It's time to... Yep. <laughs> well, just and just you know, just remember, you know, be true mm-hmm. to be true to yourself. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You know, don't ever change who you are for anybody. Mm-hmm. You know, if they cannot accept you, accept your friends. You know, they already showing you they got issues <laughs> mm-hmm. with who you are, what you do. You know, and I believe, like, like, like the article says, relationships are important, but you know, toxic ones can cost you, and time, energy might be your life. So just stay true to yourself and your values, and listen to your heart, and be strong, and know when you need to get yourself away from a toxic relationship. So, but Professor, tell people where they can reach you. You can reach me at the professor at lovesexrelationships.com. You can email me there. You can also contact me on my number, which I'm going to be posting very soon again, which is 646-543-6239. I'll repeat that. 646-543-6239. You can send me a text or leave a voicemail. I'd love to hear from you on comments, thoughts, show ideas. You can also reach me on Instagram, P-O-B, Professor. And you can reach me on Twitter, the Professor at Pearls of Black on Twitter. You can also reach me on Facebook. Um, Pearls of Black is on there. And the Professor. As well as you can, did I miss anything? I want to make sure. Yeah, I miss anything. you got to tell them where they can go get the podcast oh, as well. That's right. I knew I was going to miss something. You can reach us at Live 365, a bowl of soul on the station, a bowl of soul every Wednesday. It's in track. That's and, right. Um, you can. I'm also going to be sending out the link of where you can actually get the podcast. I don't have it all here. Yes. Right. <laughs> but but if you happen to be, knows all this for me. If you <laughs> if you happen to be on Red Circle, 
dot com. Mm-hmm. Just look for love, sex, relationships, or love, sex, and relationships, and you can get a hold of the professor's podcast. You can download download them and have some uh, relationship advice to go. Right, That's and then right. make sure you catch up with the professor on love, sex, relationships mm-hmm. at 10 p.m. On the Ebola Soul Mix Stew of Soul Music Radio Network at 10 p.m. On Wednesdays. And make sure you catch up Professor T. Love of Ebola Soul. A Mix Stew of Soul Music. And definitely get some classic soul. Some new R&B and some smooth jazz. So Professor, tell everybody good night. We're going to say good night. And we thank you for listening to Love, sex, Love, relationships. Sex relationships. Good night. Good night.